0: Hello, retro movie lovers. Welcome back to the 1980s movie Graveyard. We're digging up another real stiff here tonight out of the cinematic Graveyard. Aren't we, Oh, this movie is a piece of shit and a half. Oh, what? You're going to start to show <laughs> off telling people that?
1: Oh, this movie is... this movie is bad. Like, I've, I've seen better film on teeth
0: than oh this movie. God. That's right. Tonight we'll be covering the Chuck Norris... Uh, what you call horror crossover classic (laughs) Silent Rage
1: What what do all the nerds say it's Chuck Norris versus Michael Myers
0: but it's really not welcome to the exciting world of the movies But I want to get this started because this movie's too long. If we want to bullshit, we can bullshit during the movie. But sorry, Silent Rage fans out there, if if, if you tune in all happy, and you now you hear us shitting on it. But we got the DVD. The the the. By the way, I love this DVD because you put it in your Blu-ray player and the menu comes up and all the way in widescreen. Ain't that right?
1: Oh god! It looks this thing looks like.
0: <laughs> and then mean, when you hit play, the people the,
1: that put the the release out didn't even give a shit. I mm-hmm. mean, this thing looks like ass.
0: Yeah, the menu screen and widescreen. You hit play, the movie goes <laughs> to four by three square.
1: <laughs> so, so all those fucking people out there that don't want to buy anything, like I like watching this on my VHS. Well, you probably got the exact same copy as the Blu-ray. Then
0: there you go. So yeah, we have a pause on the Columbia Pictures logo at the beginning there. It's let's see 16 seconds into the DVD cuz there's a bunch of there's like an FBI warning. There's actually a warning telling you that they format it the mm-hmm. movie for tube televisions. <laughs> and if finally, cares. yeah, finally the Columbia Pictures logo where the lady's holding up the torch and it says Columbia Pictures on the screen right here. I'm going to say once she
1: two- holds that torch for like Forever. Oh, forever. They're trying to give you a chance to turn it off. <laughs> yeah,
0: give you a chance to leave the room. So I'm going to say one, two, three, go. When I say go, hit play on your DVD remotes if you want to follow along at home. All right, everybody. One, two, three, go. All right. Couldn't be
1: on the Highlander show last, uh, a couple weeks back, cousin.
0: mm You're I, the... I was
1: watching, I was busy watching the ECW
0: really you're you're a big really? fan of retro wrestling huh
1: yeah well we got that we're not cheap-ass losers we actually have the network you know where they show all that shit you know all cleaned up mm.
0: what is you know what is
1: that picture i thought at first it was like some fat lady but it's actually some i don't know what the hell it is it's
0: a stained glass window during the credits right well i guess yeah. it's just a window at the the crazy guy's house right
1: You know what would have been better if this guy was more like Michael Myers? I wouldn't have listened to him fucking talk.
0: (laughs) Yeah, he kind of is a good So, I mean, the the real movie isn't even really... You know what? These are just credits for whatever movie. They're not really showing the same background. Let's talk about Private Resort, our our last episode. Private Resort is
1: is awesome. We were a little different in that episode.
0: A little bit. It was like a flashback, wasn't it? Yeah,
1: we were a couple of assholes. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs)
0: <laughs> you you would not stop uh, Marveling over Leslie Easterbrook Over there oh, God, Oh It's hard
1: to believe she was the same chick from uh, Police Academy Not that she didn't look good in Police Academy But
0: She got the Vince McMahon treatment in Police Academy They took somebody who used to be a star And they turned her into a jobber
1: I still like how Vince McMahon Makes sure all the women that work in his company Go to the same plastic surgeon <laughs> He don't even
0: exclude his daughter from that shit <laughs> Oh you want to be on TV, you got to go. Yeah, but Private Resort, I wanted to throw it out there. It came out on Blu-ray recently. I got the box set. You can either get it in a two-pack or for a dollar more, four-pack with a spring break, hard bodies, and perfect, starring John Travolta. I recommend it alone, the $8 box set alone, just for having a Private Resort in high def. It looks it looks way better than the DVD. And the DVD is a little bit rare, so why pay you're going to pay five, six, seven bucks for the DVD. not just get the Blu ray set with it in there. It looks way better.
1: You know, just to say something the killer's waking up out of bed all sweaty. Um, but, you know, another John Travolta movie I'd recommend is uh, The Criterion put out The Blowout. That's oh, yeah. a good
0: one. I love that. I also have The Criterion of that.
1: Yeah, The Criterion,
0: they're a little pricey unless you mm-hmm. catch a sale. Those are very rare, too. Speaking of catching a sale. <laughs> I was I re-listened to that private resort uh, uh, thing, which we recorded, I believe, a day after, or maybe a day before Christmas of 2013. I got a package uh, knocked on the door. UPS did at seven o'clock. I the night. remember
1: that. Yeah, yeah,
0: delivered me my Criterion of Brazil, which I still have not watched three years later.
1: I don't like that movie.
0: See. The DVD and I guess the Laserdisc too was the DVD was like sixty bucks like all the time, and then the Blu-ray came out and it was like forty five, and then I got it on one of those sales for twenty two. So I thought I was getting a bargain. Still have not watched it.
1: I'm real quick. I don't know if this is a halfway house, but the killer's on the phone. Okay.
0: Yeah, I don't, I, don't, I don't really understand the killer. Is, is he at his house? Because like, I mean, it, it does look like a halfway house, but there's a lot of little kids living in it.
1: Yeah, he's all fucked up. He started talking about Romero. He could host a podcast.
0: Yeah, <laughs> he, he, he woke up out of pure sweat. He's all shaky now. He's telling the doctor he needs help, which is funny because the doctor over the phone really don't want to help. But in about ten minutes here, the doctor's gonna wish he did a lot more. Ain't he?
1: Well, yeah, and this guy just looks like a creepy, sweaty bastard.
0: He looks like Samuel Shaw from TNA.
1: (laughs) You know a little bit, or he could be like a strung out Dean Ambrose.
0: He could be the
1: what the hey, what the fuck, Matt? Oh, it comes Ambrosified. One fucking picture, (laughs) Ambrosified. Get on it, dude.
0: (laughs) He's busy with Zeusified. He ain't got time to ambrosify.
1: Zeusified's dead. We get ambrosified going or new deified.
0: Oh no, don't do that, Matt. Whatever you do.
1: Matt, don't be straight booty.
0: <laughs> don't do don't nobody cares about new deified.
1: <laughs> oh, you know, I heard some other podcasts were talk I'm not gonna mention their names because they don't no. suck, but I heard some mention like how they're people aren't listening to their shows anymore and all that. That's because everyone discovered this is the only shit they need to listen to.
0: That actually is true. And by by the way, uh, I don't think we formally announced this because, you know, we talked in the past, you know, we've always done three episodes a month. Uh, we're talking about if you, if you get enough downloads, we'll do four. You, you know what? We revised our thinking. We're doing two episodes a month because yes. we want we want the maximum amount of listeners. People say, oh, well, uh, you know, keep putting out shows. I listened to that flawed, stupid fucking logic for too long. Oh, put out a show every week. Everybody listen. It's not true, cousin. It's not. <laughs> Plus,
1: it's confusing every 10 days. And it's now, every other Friday.
0: Right. And, like, the thing about it is, is, like, if – like, what I basically discovered is the longer you go in between episodes, the more downloads you get. <laughs> you do. When the
1: killer's chasing this lady now.
0: Yeah, with the axe. Maybe,
1: yeah. You know, I think I just discovered, is that grown up Billy? <laughs>
0: it could be. <laughs> the mullet ass motherfucker. But, um, now wouldn't you say this is almost like a, like, you know, the quality of filmmaking going on here, cousin? Wouldn't you say this is almost like a. a <laughs> west texas hillbilly shot on home video recreation of the shining here it is it's horrible
1: i mean it's horrible in every sense of word. and the sad thing is is it goes downhill this is probably one of the best scenes in the movie
0: that is true now the killer is trying to break through the bedroom door with an axe just like jack nicholson the wife is at the window screaming for the postman to help her
1: yeah, like, and what's this guy going to do? Why is the postman, what's he going to do? Hit him with his bag of mail?
0: Yeah. and I well, bitch should
1: have been worried about climbing out the fucking window not yelling at the mailman.
0: Yeah, she doesn't even try to, like, climb out the window until the axe is, like, coming at her already.
1: Well, plus the mailman's black. You know he's going to get killed anyway. She needs to leave that poor man alone. And you can tell right there, that's just some Bronco that they put a sticker of a star on.
0: Yeah, it's a very cheap sticker. Oh God! Here we go. And what was the purpose of Chuck Norris rolling up like a hero as the guy's like <laughs> over his wife with the bloody axe? <laughs> yeah, he already
1: done. He 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 already didn't stop the murder.
0: Yeah. No. Okay. There's about what five young children in that house still. Chuck Norris is going to saunter his fucking and, way into that house, and
1: he's knocking on the fucking door.
0: He saw. No. He saw the guy up in the window holding the bloody axe. Why is he knocking to be polite? <laughs>
1: he's knocking on the door. you think the guy's going to come answer it? And his gun isn't even drawn. And like, why isn't he running upstairs?
0: <laughs> he's so slow. The worst fucking cop he's the worst cop than Luke Hobbs. You know what? Um, and we'll get into it more as Chuck Norris's, you know, martial arts prowess gets put on display here throughout this film. But uh I wanna stick up for our man Steven Slohan Sigal, who just had a birthday a couple of days ago, either turned sixty-four or sixty-seven, depending on what you believe. I but uh, sixty-four years young coming. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, people try to criticize the you know, athleticness, martial arts, prowess of Slowhand. Uh l- l- let me tell you, you know, even his acting ability, fucking slow hand Academy Award caliber compared to Chuck Nolan. Oh dogs. god.
1: Plus slow hand everybody, whoa, he's fat. Yeah, well his fat ass would have kicked that door open. He wouldn't have knocked on. the goddamn guy you saw him upstairs and you're casing the fr- their kitchen. <laughs> Why would you maybe he's hiding in the pantry.
0: What was it, Pistol Whipped? Where, where Lance Anderson and the Russian mob kidnapped Slow daughter? He got her back. Chuck Norris just would been walking around the whole time.
1: He'd still be looking for a clue. <laughs> yeah. I I used to host, you know, the other show I used to host a while ago, we had talked about, we had a Chuck Norris episode, and I remember I hated my co-host at the time because I had to watch two Chuck Norris movies.
0: Oh, really? <laughs>
1: Luckily, by the end of the show, he agreed with me that Chuck Norris sucked.
0: Oh, that's good. Yeah, what, what what do you make of that? Like, look, Chuck Norris is checking for a pulse of a guy who has a, a forehead split open by actually, hands. he's not
1: really checking for a pulse. He's touching the back of his neck instead <laughs> of the front on a guy, yeah, with a big axe wound in his head.
0: But uh, why do you think that whole trend came about? What was it, eight, nine, ten years ago, where everybody started making Chuck Norris jokes?
1: You know, I, I don't know. I mean, well, he is a fucking joke, but if you watch any of his movies, they're all the I mean, they're really all the same. He can't act. His acting never got better. Hmm. But, yeah, I don't know why everybody thinks he's so t- – I mean, I guess in real life he was a legitimate champion. I'll always give him that. Yeah. But so was Don the Dragon Wilson. And I'm going to tell you what Bloodfist Fist 8, better than any Chuck Norris movie I've seen.
0: Well, here's the thing. <laughs> Chuck Norris was a real-life – Karate champion in the 70s before anybody really even knew what karate was. And, you know, everybody gives him all this legitimacy. But his movies stink. Jean-Claude Van Damme okay. had a questionable reputation as a whatever, karate fighter, whatever. His movies are good. It don't really matter how many trophies you have when you're stuck in the theater no. watching this boring-ass <laughs> movie.
1: That's right. movie foo is better than kung fu.
0: Exactly. Now, now here Chuck starts beating the shit out. He blocked the uh, the axe swing with his forearm. He's beating the shit out of this creepy guy. I mean,
1: flounder on the case.
0: Now, keep in this mind, you know, no uh, genetic experiments have really gone on. So this guy's just a crazy hillbilly motherfucker. And Chuck Norris still couldn't beat him up with with champion level karate.
1: And who the hell casts flounder as the deputy?
0: Yeah, where did this guy come from, this obese WP? Uh, <laughs>
1: he wouldn't pass the fucking physical to be a cop.
0: He acts like he's trying to be, like, comic relief. Like, he thinks he's, like, in a Smokey and the Bandit type film.
1: But I, but if you watch, like, the delivery and everything, he's not really playing it as a goon.
0: No, he, he's playing it, like, legit. Like, he's, you know. Look
1: straight. at this. Chuck Norris can't hear this big lurch-looking
0: motherfucker coming up on him. Well, did you see the killer was blending in with a pile of wood there?
1: Yeah, it's just and look at like Chuck Norris acting like he's dying. He's not choking him. He's got a board around his shoulders.
0: Could you imagine if like you would have back in 1982 when this movie came out? If you was running a little late and you came in with the big popcorn and a soda, and you look and you see these motherfuckers literally like sissy rolling around in the grass. (laughs) I would have turned right around and walked out.
1: This is like watching a hardcore match in a car lot in some indie show,
0: in <laughs> <laughs> broad in broad daylight.
1: Yeah, but you know, take your pictures of it, you know. But yeah. we th- did. You ever see the movie A Force of One with Chuck Norris?
0: I can't remember which one was it.
1: This is a movie where there's like a karate killer, and he's killing like people, and the cops can't stop this guy because he knows karate. Okay, he doesn't know like he's not a ninja he just knows karate so they, they talk about how they're not equipped so they go see chuck norris who's the champ and has a black son
0: oh my gosh
1: and the black son ends up getting killed and chuck norris he doesn't cry or anything and on the night he's dead he still goes and fights oh which ends up being bill superfoot wallace is the uh is the kung fu killer
0: all right, now finally, what is this? Fifteen minutes in this movie, a real actor shows up. Ron Silver shows up playing the doctor, and he he he, he can't believe what happened to his patient. That his patient killed two people.
1: Well, maybe he should have took the guy's fucking phone call a half hour <laughs> it ago. It was too busy. And this this killer dude is like, he he's got good faces.
0: Yeah, I mean, he plays a good crazy, but but I don't know. It's, it's just like watching a skinny Ron Perlman go on a rampage for two <laughs> I was going to say,
1: it's just like, there's nothing believable that a guy who's <laughs> just this size yeah. is going to kick him down a car door and, and all this shit.
0: Yeah, I mean, they had him in the back of the, the cop car handcuffed. He literally kicked the, the door of the car off the hinges.
1: And broke the handcuff chains. Yeah. And now he takes like five shots to the chest.
0: And Ron Silver screaming, like, no, don't shoot him. Like, what are you going to do with this motherfucker if he's this strong and this psychotic?
1: I'd be like, what do you care? He called you for help. This is your fault. Get in that squad car.
0: Back in 1982, I bet a doctor, you know, because things are different back then than they are now. I bet a doctor, like, would really hold no responsibility for his patient killing (laughs) everyone. Probably not.
1: Do they now?
0: I mean, not really, but they always say that shit of, like, oh, you had a duty to warn people and shit, and, you know, patient, client, whatever. But I think back then they just sort of been like, listen, the guy was crazy, but what are you going to (laughs) do? Yeah.
1: Look, Chuck Norris was on the case.
0: (laughs) What did you need? Chuck was the local constable, damn it. What could happen?
1: This was Chuck when he had just a mustache.
0: Yeah. He didn't have the full, uh, let's talk about Chuck Norris's hair. Chuck Norris really likes to, uh, in this film, he's, he's kind of like a slight, just very slightly reddish blonde, but he's, he's a, I would say he's blonde. In his later years, he suddenly became a very ginger haired fellow. Didn't he?
1: Yeah. I don't, I don't really get on that way. I think it's a side effect of the total
0: gym. <laughs> that could be <laughs> total gym. Let, let's talk about total gym for a second. What, what, I used to have a total gym. You Did you buy it because you saw the Chuck Norris commercial?
1: No, I got it as a gift, like when I was in my 20s.
0: No. Did it actually work, like Chuck said?
1: Uh, yeah, like if you used it every day, you could have maybe like a build like him. I mean, you're not going to get bigger, muscular. It's just, it's just resistance
0: training. It's, resistance training. Yeah.
1: If I had to pick between the two, I'd probably pick the Bowflex. I mean, it's a lot bigger, but it's got more exercises.
0: Yeah, Bowflex was probably like what back in the early 90s probably what like a twelve, $1, thirteen 1300 machine
1: yeah somehow it went up in price
0: <laughs> yeah to- total gym was probably more like like it seemed like they were trying to get the Boflex crowd but like at half the price kind of
1: makes me remember when vince mcmahon came out with his supplement line ico pro
0: Really? And, and, and then he had a discontinued it when everybody started testing positive after using it. Well,
1: that was when he owned that bodybuilding company for about a year.
0: <laughs> Didn't he have the spokesman be Lex Luger?
1: Yeah, which made no sense. The littlest guy is the spokesman. <laughs> Because that's when it's like, look at Lex Luger. He's in the best shape of his life, all natural. It's like, no, he's taking that Ico Pro shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, like, when you look at Vince McMahon, like, it's kind of strange, like, how obsessed was, like, you know, it wasn't enough just making money off wrestling. He, he got really obsessed with steroids and bodybuilding, didn't he?
1: Bodybuilding, football, it, it, and none of it makes money.
0: Just stick <laughs> with the wrestling. What
1: I think's funny is Arnold Schwarzenegger, how old is he? 60, what? 62? 69, 60? no. 69 looks like ass. Vince McMahon, 67. Jack to the gills. <laughs>
0: but I don't know. Vince McMahon has a much better hair than Arnold, I'd say. But other than that, I'd rather be like old shriveled up Arnold. Because Vince McMahon Vince 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 man got, Vince got some... got a
1: billion dollars.
0: Oh, trust me. Whatever amount of money Vince has, Arnold has triple that shit. Oh, Arnold Arnold was worth cousin. hundreds of millions in the early 80s.
1: Yeah, but he also had a messy divorce with the Kennedy.
0: Yeah, but see, the thing is, okay, like, Vince McMahon never got divorced because if he did, he'd have to give away half his money, right? The Kennedys, they have money, so like you don't have to give away half your shit when you get divorced. You probably got to give away like 10% or something.
1: In Vince's defense, he did try to drive Linda insane and even commit her to the loony bin when he was doping her up with Trish Stratus.
0: That is true.
1: But it, the plan backfired on him. Yet, for some reason, she keeps forgiving his infidelities and shenanigans.
0: <laughs> because because the Republican Party did not select her to run for president for them, that's why.
1: She couldn't and what did she run for? Like it was like was it? It the was governor like governorship
0: or something, or something. yeah. That
1: bitch ran how many times and she ain't never come close to winning. She needs to give it up.
0: Yeah, I heard she spent like thirty-six million dollars on campaigns and shit and didn't get elected to anything. Well, I heard
1: Shane McMahon that no, was in the news today. He's getting sued by that company he used to work for that he was the CEO of gee, I wonder why he came back.
0: Yeah, that's that's interesting timing, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he he was never going to have anything to do with WWF again until the, he got caught stealing all the money from his other companies, and they found out. Like, oh, you can't do that. This ain't a family business where you can rape and loot the bank account.
1: Now we don't know what he did, fans. I don't want to open up the floodgates
0: here. No chance.
1: No chance in that. I mean, but it sounds like he was a dumb businessman. I heard that he had a Facebook page that he paid, or excuse me, a website that he paid $700 a month rent to post movie reviews from
0: 1976. No, that's just, I don't know. That's just throwing money down the toilet. I think he was waiting
1: for bischoff Harley Enterprises to purchase it, but that has not come to fruition.
0: Speaking of which, Bischoff Harvey, holy shit, they're raking in the money with all these bad TV shows.
1: You ain't kidding. Oh, real quick, they're doing surgery on the killer.
0: <laughs> yeah, Ron Silver, He Ron Silver. this is his patient. He was completely unaware that his crazy-ass West Texas redneck patient was in the <laughs> Winter Soldier program.
1: <laughs> now, now, that would have been good if Captain America had to track this guy down.
0: Yeah. So I really didn't understand this from watching this movie the other night, cousin. Was the reason he was so strong when he was killing everybody at his house, the hillbilly killer, was it because he was already in phase one of the super soldier program or was Whoa, it or, he's just a
1: normal dude.
0: But he kicked the car door off and all that shit. So that's why they're like, Well this motherfucker's already super powered by craziness. What if we make give him ten times the power of the surgery?
1: Yeah, let's let's turn a, a psycho homicidal killer into a superhuman.
0: And they give this man, like, half a, a shot, I would say, of the, whatever serum they got. And all of a sudden, like, not only does he come back to life, but, like, he's that type of invincible killer where, like, if you shoot him, like, the bullet hole will just close up and go away. Well, what I
1: can't figure out is in these movies, why does the crazy guy always get the life... Uh, serum in him
0: <laughs> wouldn't you give it to like uh, like you, you know Albert Einstein type of person somebody's gonna cure all these diseases and shit why do you want to find a craziest motherfucker that it couldn't stand just being a normal day to day hillbilly had to hack his family up with a fucking axe
1: well I get you would want to give it to Chuck Norris cause you want that motherfucker to die cause you don't want to see any more of these bad movies
0: <laughs> Chuck is did great. you
1: ever see the movie Breaker Breaker
0: Mm, I don't think so.
1: That's where he's the truck driver. and you know, That's why it's Breaker Breaker. And he's got to help. I think it was his brother was in some corrupt hillbilly town. The fucking courthouse was a box set. I mean, this this whole <laughs> town was one lousy half a set piece. I'm talking like a TV set, you know, where it's just the the, the three walls. And that's everything. That's the whole town.
0: And you're just supposed to buy into it. <laughs>
1: It's awful. I mean, I know uh, Ring of Fire was bad where it was one house, and the one guy, his house, she went in the front door, and the other house was the back door, but that was still steps above
0: Breaker Breaker. Now, here we got to get into Ron Silver has a sister who Chuck Norris is romantically wanting to be involved in. What was what, what was with this story development here? Why like, why would you really want your sister to be, you know, if you're a doctor and shit, to be dating this hillbilly cop?
1: Uh, Chuck Norris always got the women in the movies. And the sad thing is he always got an ugly woman.
0: Well, what's weird, though, is he don't really seem like a ladies' man. Like, he's like, like honestly, that's all I thought was so weird because this, this movie about this invincible winter soldier killer, which actually focuses a lot on Chuck Norris's love life as a small-town West Texas constable, which I don't really get, because he actually acts very feminine in this film, I thought.
1: He's awkward around women, too, kind of like Slow Hand.
0: Yeah, but Slow Hand just looks like he he wants nothing to do with him because he'll get in trouble with his, his uh, wife from Thailand or whatever. But Chuck Norris acts like, I don't know, he acts like he's just like, with his girlfriend <laughs> Like he's a what girl it, And he's like Trying lesbianism For the first time what Or it,
1: something What did Slow Hand say In Pistol Whip When that girl said something what she said, She's like I'd do better if I had a dick it said. And Cigar was like Shit long as it ain't Bigger yeah, than mine my... baby And she looked at him And she's like Oh that's impossible
0: <laughs> <laughs> Cause Slow Hand Is a giant donk.
1: Cause so that's what he was Cooking her breakfast She said oh, you made me breakfast Shit baby you Ain't motherfucker Fry an egg. <laughs> yeah, shit, man. That's was shooting matches.
0: Yeah, th- that that was actually a good movie because they had a they, they had a fifty nine year old slow hands of Gauls love interest be a twenty three year old black woman.
1: <laughs> and he was dressed like Charlie Sheen. He wore bowling shirts. <laughs> yeah. And the beauty of the movie is, is like he was like a drunk cop, so they kicked him off the force, and he became like a killer for hire. He didn't fucking reform it at the end of that. I'm assuming he just kept his job as a killer for hire. <laughs> he, he was taking all sad. that money. He paid off his debt. He took the sold sign or the for sale sign off his house.
0: Pistol Whip is sad, though, because apparently it never saw a Blu ray release because they didn't even shoot it in high death. That's how sad Pistol Whip was.
1: But like, I liked it, though. It was just.
0: It was good.
1: It makes no sense, really, like in a linear form of film, but it was entertaining where this has like an actual plot and everything. And it just stinks.
0: But there's scenes in this movie. We really don't need like that whole love making sequence with Chuck Norris and that girl. And now the deputy, the fat deputy, he's eating two plates of hamburgers at the local diner, getting harassed by fucking uh biker toughs here and shit. And
1: Chuck Norris just, just sitting there, you know, like he should join it. there you he go. He's trying to go for a choke slam.
0: Yeah. I mean, Let me
1: ask you a question. It's, they're in Texas. It's the summer. Don't any of these hillbilly cops have, like, short sleeves? Don't they wear their summer blues? <laughs>
0: Apparently not. They won't be sweating their fucking nuts off. But, I mean, th- this deputy, I would kick him off the force. He was getting harassed by a, a slutty woman with a shirt, like, half open. Like, like when your cops are getting harassed by women, like, you know, they don't belong on the fucking force.
1: No. This guy like looks like he should be living in his parents' basement hosting something.
0: You know who he fucking reminded me of? It's not the same guy, but he just reminds me of him. He reminds me of the fat guy Shelly from Friday the Thirteenth Part Three, who was oh like, yeah yeah <laughs> like who, who who was always like jumping out like fucking playing playing the, prank. the
1: pranks and stuff.
0: <laughs> yeah. So this guy's too much of a pussy to even play a prank on anybody.
1: I didn't like that guy. You know what's weird is uh you know, I like the Friday the thirteen movies, you know, I I like Jason, I should say, but I went back to watch like uh Ooh, yeah. the second one the other day. The, the, like I they hold like I think six, seven, eight, nine are still pretty good, but one, two, three, four, and I always hated five, those those don't hold up well at all anymore.
0: 3 three's my favorite one, actually. I mean I don't know like Like, I don't get how there's such fans that can watch the entire franchise four to five times a year and still think they're good movies. Because they are fun if you watch them, like, once every ten years. But the more you, like, review them and really, like, look closely at them, like, you realize how shitty thrown-together films they are, you know?
1: Well, the Halloween, I like Halloween. Halloween's a great movie. I am not one of these motherfuckers that gotta watch it ten times a year. (laughs) No.
0: I'd rather watch Halloween three.
1: <laughs> I love Halloween. I don't think I even watched Halloween um this last year around Halloween. I know I watched Season of the Witch on Valentine's Day.
0: Yeah, that's right. Speaking speaking of which, by the way, fans, uh Chuck Norris is just listening to the down in the dump sad stories from his fat, stupid fucking deputy right here. But um yeah, we need to talk about Halloween three season of the witch. Can you believe that these guys over at the Second Run Podcast just put out a new fucking episode called Stone? What's it got to do with Stonehenge or some bullshit? Listen to the whole episode; it was all a tease about Stonehenge. They're teasing all Stonehenge's that they, they start this, They start the fucking episode out with Source trying to guess what kind of macaroni and cheese jellies he. They stole all your shtick, and they've been doing it. Nonstop on their show for a year and When is it going to stop Like are you going to You're going to have to like go write some material For these fucking guys so they can get on a new page Finally
1: since why I said that's why no one listens to any of these shows All that material Comes right here from us I mean there are Podcasts out there that literally Will take things that I've said word for word And make a show out of it
0: <laughs> Yeah but I mean, you got to let it go after like a year and a half, right? I mean, you can't.
1: That's, that's why I don't listen to any show anymore, like other than ours, is because the shtick, you know, if you keep doing the same shtick, it gets old. No one wants to keep hearing the same thing. There's some shows been on three, four years, this doing the same goddamn thing every week.
0: <laughs> the declining ratings uh, are not a signal to them. It's time to freshen it up a bit.
1: And when your Facebook page has 20 likes And in a month you're down to 6 You got a problem
0: Yeah thankfully we don't have that problem Here they got all these tubes and wires Going into the dead guy And for fun they're slicing his body up With a with a scalpel Just so they could watch the, the wounds heal
1: This movie stinks
0: <laughs> Well thankfully we only have About 87 more minutes to go
1: Man This is bro, It's like watching a Romero movie
0: <laughs> Oh shut your mouth 29 minutes in and They're still just fucking around with this crazy motherfucker Cutting him up. If this
1: was If this was a horror movie 9 minutes in this would have all been done
0: Yeah If this was like a straight up horror movie And we didn't have to put up with any Chuck Norris's fake fucking karate shit I bet he got his karate degree out of the back of a comic book, how he to be able to send away for him and shit, you know what I mean?
1: Did you ever see Code of Silence with Chuck Norris and Henry Silva?
0: Yeah, I actually did see that one.
1: That movie sucks too, but my big complaint with that is the the bad guy gang in it was called the Camachos. Mm -hmm. Why the fuck didn't they have Hector Macho Camacho run them?
0: Well, Chuck Norris movies are made cheap as fuck. They probably couldn't afford it. All right, now they put the crazy motherfucker into an MRI machine. What for? We know he's invincible. <laughs> are you looking for broken bones? You just play tic-tac-toe with a scalpel on his fucking chest. He ain't got no broken bones.
1: I tell you one Chuck movie, I didn't hate Invasion... USA because it was so asinine it was actually entertaining.
0: I was gonna say that's actually by far my favorite one. Like I actually think it's legitimately good. Delta Force would have been okay.
1: It was just it's too fucking long.
0: Yeah, it's like a well, that's because Golden Globe was directed it himself, but like, any like that's a two hour and thirty six minute epic <laughs> about yeah, rescuing people and, off an airplane,
1: <laughs> and and it only needed to that's a seventy five minute movie. Oh yeah. I mean, I've been watching some movies. Let me get a plug.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I watched some movies from uh, the, sleaze, uh, the sleaze box, Right. And uh, I posted a few of their reviews. 70 minutes. 64 minutes. They don't pad that. You don't pad them kind of movies out.
0: No, I mean, if you ain't got the big budget, the special effects, the big name stars... You got to get to the meat of what your movie is selling. You don't. You don't dick around. Like right now, they're still looking at computer readouts to convince you this motherfucker's invincible, and he ain't even woken up yet.
1: And what the fuck is that they're looking at? You can, that ain't an MRI reading. No, he's it's, got like a light bright. He got a kaleidoscope yeah. on on his computer.
0: It looks like the graphics they used to play at the movie theater, like when they're telling you to be quiet during the movie and shit.
1: Oh, I'm telling you, this is just. Man, this stinks.
0: Yeah, because I can't
1: wait for pretty soon, fans, we're taking a trip back into the time machine for what I think is one of our best commentaries, and that's above the law.
0: (laughs) You're teasing it already? We're not even done with this. I'm teasing it already
1: because that movie is that damn good. And here's the kicker with above the law. That movie actually had a plot. Movies like that shouldn't have plots. But, it did. but that one did. And it's funny because if you watch early Van Damme, he's a shitty actor. Watch mm. him now. He it's got great. pretty good. Yeah. Watch the first cigar movie. That's some good acting. He was just all downhill. Yeah. But Chuck just always sucked.
0: Speaking of, you're talking about how a of the law has a plot and all this. Right now, we're watching, literally, Chuck Norris on a date in a hospital waiting room. <laughs>
1: And he's wearing and he's wearing a belt buckle with the S on it.
0: Right for what? What's his name in this movie again? Chuck Sheriff. I don't know.
1: <laughs> Maybe the S is for sheriff.
0: It has to be because he is the sheriff. See, if
1: I was a sheriff, I'd be like doing that Shawn Michaels thing. I'd have a big heart with the big snake making an S or something. Mm-hmm. I sure as hell wouldn't have a bowl haircut with the tash. <laughs> And some fucking mutton chop sideburns.
0: See, now, when you have the bowl haircut, what's the point of the the chop sideburns? You know what I mean? Like, seriously. Because, I mean, you've given up. Like, you let your hairstyle just be like a basically mop laying on top of your head. Then you're going to have, like, these jagged, like, lines jutting out of your hair. Like, that makes no fucking sense.
1: I want to know who feathers their bowl haircut.
0: I want to know why in 1982 Chuck Norris was looking for a Luke Skywalker haircut from 1977. It showed you how cluel- clueless he is and how not worthy of being a movie star he is.
1: No, he and you know, that's the thing. He, he His first movie, and I'll always say sometimes you, should, you maybe will stink in your first movie, you know. Right. Brad Pitt. I mean, Cutting Class. He he stunk, but he took acting lessons. He sure. became a great actor.
0: Cut, but by the way, Cutting Class is a good movie. But Brad it Pitt is. has nothing to do with.
1: it. <laughs> no, I mean he's in it, but he doesn't yeah. deserve be on the
0: box. Like like if you would have seen Cutting Class in the theater when it came out, you would have liked it just as a fun horror movie. But never in a million years would you think that guy become a movie star.
1: Fuck no! But he took acting classes, obviously.
0: Yeah, he kept so track. Fuck.
1: The Rock took acting class. Chuck Norris, his career was as a movie star. He stunk in the first movie. He stunk in the last thing i seen him in.
0: I think the worst Chuck Norris experience I had was, I think it was like 88, going to see The Hero and the Terror, which was a pseudo remake of this movie where Chuck Norris hunts down some crazy killer motherfucker. That movie was so boring and padded out and fucking shitty
1: look at how boring the octagon is and everybody says how great that movie is the one where he's got fucking schizophrenia and he keeps hearing thunder's voices in his head
0: (laughs) yeah i don't now let me ask you this question Corey. i mean obviously we established this man has no acting talent correct None at all. What made him a movie star? Was it just the novelty of karate back then, and especially that there wasn't that many white people who knew it or whatever? But
1: but the thing is, is there was way the white people that did it that made him. They were way better than this, right? Killing, kill again is superior to anything. Well, that's superior to most movies, but it's leaps and bounds better than a Chuck Norris movie.
0: By the way, I've heard this a lot from uh Bruce Lee fans Bruce Lee he I mean Bruce Lee was good but a lot mm-hmm. of, a lot of people say you know Chuck Norris only had the career he had because you know racism and people wanted to see a white man so well <laughs> I think also Bruce oh, Lee br- I think Bruce Lee would have become a much bigger star if he wouldn't have died
1: <laughs> Well thank you cuz like look at how good his movies are okay three of them were made in Hong Kong right Okay, the Game of Death just stinks. I'm sorry. But, yeah, Enter the Dragon was a great movie. He died before it came out.
0: Exactly. So
1: maybe if he wouldn't have died, he'd have been a bigger star than Chuck Norris.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's just like it's just like his – I mean, sadly, it's just like his son, Brandon Lee. It's like nobody cared about – I mean, you know, action fans, but I'm talking about like the odd, you know, regular moviegoers. Nobody cared about Brandon Lee after Showdown in Little Tokyo. Rapid you – know, Rapid, Rapid Fire, fire did o- did okay, but it wasn't a huge hit. The okay, The Crow is the one where after that, then he would have been a big star after The Crow. But he- yeah,
1: but see, I've all I always disagreed with that. I think the only reason that The Crow made money is because Morbid Fascination, because he died during filming it. I think if it would have just came out as a normal movie, nobody would have cared. Nobody cared about comic movies back then.
0: But it was that time where everybody was so obsessed with every comic book movie. Why is this fat ass fucking? deputy doing such donuts trying to
1: (laughs) turn around how how long has it been since you watched the crow
0: Uh, i don't know a few years five six years
1: that that movie
0: doesn't hold up good either you know i i'll I'll say this i like the movie except for the little kid in ernie (laughs) Hudson.
1: yeah and they're in it as you go back and watch it they're in it they're the stars look pretty damn good in it
0: though oh like honestly like i mean she don't you know, she don't do that many good movies, but, like, Bai Ling's one of my favorite actresses. Like, she's pretty good. She's pretty crazy. She fucking owned Crank too. Oh, yeah, big time. Now, let's talk about this, though. A bunch of hillbilly bikers took over the local diner where they, they got some women in there, some trashy biker women. They're just pouring beer all over them and, like, pretty much gang raping them, wouldn't you say? What, didn't they take over some diners? this their clubhouse. No, because this is the restaurant where the deputy was eating burgers earlier that day.
1: Yeah, but no one called him. They're just going in there to rouse these boys.
0: Well, yeah, they saw like 50 motorcycles outside. They Because they, uh, Chuck told very nicely them, because before it was only three or four rowdy bikers. Then old Shirley's there on here with her fake boobs uh, or her, her fake tattoos on her boobs here. She got them all riled up to come back to this diner and take it over.
1: That was the makeup budget to fake temporary tattoos.
0: (laughs) Yeah, that was the whole thing.
1: But I mean, yeah, yeah. but see, but Chuck Norris, let's talk about racism. Let's talk about profiling and harassment. These guys ain't bothering nobody.
0: Yeah, they are. They got the fucking, uh, the cook, the bartender, like, like hung up on the ceiling back there.
1: I didn't see that. We'll keep I really did, but I'm only paying half-ass attention. We'll
0: keep watching it; they're like holding hostage and like they're tending bar themselves and doing all this bullshit.
1: Well, I figured they just rented the place.
0: Nah, no, they took it over. They, dude, they're uh, they're. Uh, it's like it's like biker spring break against the owner's will. See him?
1: Okay, uh, there you go. Yeah,
0: I, I mean he's literally hung. This man's gonna get killed if he makes the corrected. wrong. Yeah, if he makes the wrong move, he's gonna hang to death and. Get killed.
1: Let me ask you a question, cousin. Mm. Where are you at with Billy Jack? (laughs) I think it stinks. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you, cousin. That's one of the worst (laughs) fucking movies I've ever seen. Everybody talks about how great it is. And then everybody says, oh, but you got to see his masterpiece. Billy Jack goes to Washington, clocking in at two hours and 56 minutes.
0: Uh. Oh, Tom Laughlin. Tom Laughlin was another guy who wanted to be a karate master, but then he also wanted to be a white guy who was an Indian and all that shit. And then he wanted his wife
1: to sing opening songs in his horrible movies.
0: <laughs> but he was like, uh, I don't know about like towards the end there because he kept making movies, but I know initially with like his first movie, he made it for like nothing and like he made a shitload of money at drive ins and shit.
1: Was that that Born Losers movie?
0: maybe movie. Or, or I think the he first
1: he also played Billy Jack
0: yeah the, whatever the first Billy Jack movie was made a lot of money and then I think like he almost had a career when you think about it I mean it was much shorter but he almost had a career like Slowhand Segal when Slow Hand Seagal started making On Deadly Ground like that was Slow Hand's uh, Billy Jack Goes to Washington
1: oh yeah because they were because Billy Jack they were always trying to talk about the, the plight of the Native American and their land and all that but it's like mm-hmm. okay the, here's the problem You look as Indian as me. Right. Plus, that Billy Jen. I thought the Walking Tall, the original Walking Tall movie, is boring
0: as fuck. You got a Buford T Now That fat ass piece of shit. Chuck, after having about half a dozen beers poured on him here, he finally decides to start beating the shit out of the Hill Wheelie Gang. Now, I actually think this is probably the best part of the movie, don't you think?
1: No, the best part of the movie is when the credits roll at the end.
0: <laughs> no, let's be serious. <laughs> oh, no, I
1: am being serious.
0: I, 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 ain't, I ain't got it in me to be overly negative when we got 112 minutes left <laughs> of We've
1: been watching this already for like an hour and 28 minutes. What are we in now? We about hour and 45 in?
0: <laughs> yeah, we only got a 118 minutes left. There was some good editing there on Chuck's kicks to make him look more badass than he really is.
1: Well, you know, that was the old trick back then is in the fight scenes. They still do it sometimes for, like, slower ones in Hong Kong. They speed it up a little bit.
0: Yeah. But they were using remember, the multiple angles, kind of like how Van Damme would later on with his kicks.
1: Remember when Jet Li came out and they were like, he's so fast, they had to slow the movie down. It's like, ah, shut the
0: fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> it's It's like, yeah, he's so fast. Like, if you wave your hand in front of a 24-frame film camera, it will look blurry. So if you actually are f- semi-fast, the camera's not going to capture it.
1: No, that was, because uh, what was his, what was uh, Lethal Weapon, was it five? Four,
0: four yeah. Four, okay,
1: I, I lost track of them.
0: There's only four of those, yeah.
1: They were okay. I, I didn't really like the first one, to be honest with you.
0: Really?
1: I kind of liked them when they turned into buddy cop comedies more.
0: I like the first two the best because, like, the whole – well, actually, the whole point of Lethal Weapon is that Mel Gibson is a lethal weapon. And once he starts settling down and getting married and shit, it really kind <laughs> of lost its edge.
1: Yeah. I, I, two was really good. I did like yeah. two. Three, three – uh, four was probably the worst of the bunch. That's the one with Chris Rock, right? Four, yeah. I just don't like that guy.
0: I like him when he's doing good shit, but he does a lot of, like, manby-pamby, take take-a-paycheck-type roles.
1: I think his stand-up is funny, but, like, movie-wise, starring movie roles, the only movie I thought he was good in starring-wise was um CB4. Oh,
0: yeah. And that was before he was even popular, actually.
1: Yeah, he tried to go that kind of that whole route of, you know, family movies and that. that I mean, that, that just doesn't really work.
0: <laughs> I mean... It works if you don't want to have a career anymore. Yeah, Eddie <laughs> like like Chuck Norris started fucking around in the '90s with director video movies where he was uh, what what was he Top Dog or some bullshit where he was a cop with oh. a dog partner.
1: <sighs> don't forget about the theatrical one, Sidekicks, with Mako and my man Joe Piscopo.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Mako had some good hair in that movie, didn't?
1: He? <laughs> oh, he had a nice big flat top in that
0: movie. Yeah, Mako had a great head of hair.
1: How did Mako get so fucking popular?
0: I don't know. I think it's because he's in so many weird movies. All right, here we go. We're at the 43 minute, 50 second mark. They still got this crazy motherfucker laying on a stretcher, pumping more drugs on him to into him to make him more, uh, you know, indestructible. Like, when were they going to learn their lesson with this, you know, unstoppable killer fucker?
1: Well, why were they gonna let him go? I mean, let's think about the plot of the movie: is Chuck Norris versus a guy that can't be killed. We're we're halfway, we're a little more than halfway done, and the killer ain't even woke up yet.
0: That's what I mean. If they would have like got rid of all these biker subplots and Chuck Norris rom- romance side uh, plots and shit, this movie would have been a lot better. Okay, I will say right here, you can see it. Chuck Norris does have a cool ass house in this movie. It's it's, it's like tri levels, just stairs everywhere, going up and down.
1: How would he cool. make that on a police salary?
0: He must be dirty.
1: <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. I'm thinking when he busted a bikers, he stole their dope money.
0: Do you think he's a, a killer for hire like Seagal was in Pistol Whipped? He was in the movie
1: Hitman, but he luckily gave all the No, he was an undercover cop, that's right. But he gave all his yeah. money that he stole to the poor black child that got blowed up. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, I remember going to see Hitman. That was another... Great Chuck Norris experience of my That's youth. where
1: he had to teach the, the black kid martial arts because his neighbor's dad was racist and making his fat hillbilly son harass the young black kid. But then Chuck taught him how to beat him up and then taught him that racism is a bad thing.
0: Late 80s, early 90s, Slow Hands, gal Van dam they come on the scene with harder edged, more badass movies. What do you do? You have Chuck Norris grow a fake mullet and put a trench coat on him to compete. <laughs>
1: Well, then don't forget him and Louis Gossett Jr. fought Satan and Hellbound.
0: Yeah, that's true. Now, they keep they keep showing Chuck with his shirt off. He got a towel wrapped him. But, like, I think you're supposed to be impressed here by, like, his muscular frame and all that. You know what I mean? But he's not really muscular. I mean, he's in good shape. He, no, he's in good shape. shape yeah. you I in mean, way better shape than we are. But, but like, they're really, like, you know, looking like. I wouldn't like, go that
1: far, cousin.
0: I'm
1: he, bigger than Chuck Norris.
0: You're but you're lean. You're as lean as Chuck Norris is here. Uh, no, I'm more of the Rusev shape. <laughs> <You're> right. The <laughs> other day,
1: I actually oiled myself up. But I'm not even kidding. I, I, Rusev was on. I told Jamie after I worked out. I, I dumped a bunch of baby oil we had from uh. Christian was a baby all over myself, and I was like, Rusev. That took like a 48 minute shower to get that shit off of me.
0: I was gonna say, when the water hit it, it didn't even like wash it off. It just like bounced oh, off the wood. I,
1: I got like, I'm like Rusev. I got that big hairy chest and hairy stomach, and that, and I'm like, yeah, that shit sticks. Ugh.
0: All right, here, now I'm not shitting you. This is like a 12 minute Chuck Norris lovemaking montage, which makes no sense because this is supposed to be like one afternoon, but like they're in a variety of locations. They got a, a tray of wine and cheese they end up making love later on they'll be outside in a hammock like and then later on Chuck's like oh we should go away from some to somewhere let's let's go on a trip look at this hammock swinging bullshit <laughs> why why are we I'm... having to watch this in a movie about an unstoppable killer
1: all we needed some music in the back like <laughs>
0: That didn't help. If we didn't know any better, this is like almost like propaganda to make you think Chuck Norris is straight. (laughs) You
1: know know who should be playing this role instead of Chuck Norris if they remade it today? Who? Let's say the movie is getting remade. Mm. I would cast John C.
0: Riley. I could actually see that if you're you're going for
1: his Rothschild character from movie nights.
0: (laughs) But only if you're going for a more realistic tone with it. Like a Christopher oh, yeah. Nolan-type tone. Then you get John oh. C. Riley.
1: Or if we want to make the killer look cooler, we get Zack Snyder. hmm
0: you, you know who actually, in all honesty, like I'm serious, if you were to remake it, who should play the killer? Kane? No, even better, Dean Ambrose. You know what, I
1: could actually see that.
0: He's actually almost like the modern version of this guy that's in this movie.
1: You know who'd make a good deputy? <laughs> roman reigns because nobody <laughs> likes the deputy so he'd be a natural
0: no, i love roman reigns he's good. i saw him perform his electrifying superman punch five or eight times at a smackdown taping last year i hate that guy i love roman reigns he's actually much personable in person he did or on tv they try to i don't know they try to have him fit a character that he's not and, Kind of fucks him over. Well, they over. try
1: to make him out like he's some big, massive giant. He ain't that fucking big.
0: And if you notice, he's actually getting smaller now lately, too.
1: You want to get a big man in there? We just get the Big Show versus Shaq lined up for WrestleMania next year.
0: Well, they kind of had that this year. It lasted like half a but, second. No,
1: apparently now Shaq is doing promotions saying they're fighting next year.
0: Well, uh, nobody. <laughs> no, but let that be the main event of WrestleMania. <laughs>
1: I know, get the year build up like they did Rock and Scene. I want to see Show and Shaq.
0: Well, remember that awesome build they started doing last WrestleMania for Ronda Rousey and Stephanie McMahon? That was great this year at WrestleMania, wasn't it? When it oh, paid off. Yeah. yeah.
1: Fantastic. Stephanie McMahon who withstood the arm bar longer than any UFC fighter. <laughs> She's the toughest broad out there. But we forgot Ronda Rousey lost, so she's some washed-up has-been.
0: Yeah, she's a has-been, though. I bet Roadhouse ain't being made anymore.
1: I got a feeling that they, or they're going to remake it. Well, I'd say with Holly Holm but she lost, too. She's not a washed-up loser.
0: Yeah, UFC's having some credibility issues right now. Because once you lose
1: a fight in UFC, you become a washed-up loser, and they start promoting somebody else. Exactly. And their boss, their owner will even go to one night. It's not the owner, but Dana White will even go out there and tell you, they're a loser. We're putting the money behind them. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I knew they
0: sucked. I think UFC is actually worse than Vince McMahon, to be honest. <laughs>
1: at least Fitz McMahon knows how to promote his stuff. Right. UFC just like, this is our man. Oh, he lost that piece of shit.
0: <laughs> yeah, they kick him out. They make a, if you lose one fight in UFC, then you gotta go fight in Bellator. <laughs> oh,
1: Bellator. That.
0: And then they What's with that? Kimbo Slice <laughs> testing positive for steroids?
1: <laughs> yeah. If I was him, I'd be asking for a redo because... I saw that fight with him and what was it, Dad Dada five thousand? That yeah. that was the most pathetic thing I ever seen. That fat guy had cardiac arrest.
0: Yeah, he actually did. That was sad. No, it wasn't it? Was pitiful. All right, finally
1: now I uh, should have wished he died in the ring. Then the ratings would at least gone up before the, the 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 masterpiece of Royce Gracie versus Ken Shamrock, the rematch thirty eight years in the making. <laughs>
0: Finally, at the 51-minute mark, this becomes a horror film as the killer creeps up to this house and watches Ron Silver slice a bologna.
1: And they ripped this off from Halloween, too.
0: <laughs> they, they did. <laughs> <laughs> when the old lady was making a ham sandwich. Now, he, now Ron Silver, he took, he took a beer out of the fridge. He took a giant bologna that was, what, probably about four feet long. He sliced, like, a big slice of it. Took it with him to eat down in his dark room where he makes photographs. Left left the bologna out on the table.
1: That's just wasteful.
0: Yeah, that's, that's like a 16-pound bologna is going to go bad now.
1: I was going to say, or he's going to eat it and get salmonella poison.
0: <laughs> yeah, and then puke it all up.
1: You know who would have been good in this movie instead of Chuck Norris?
0: Hmm.
1: I mean anybody, but you know who I would have liked to have seen? Let's, let's think about this. Instead of Chuck Norris, you got the Hulkster Hulk Hogan,
0: right.
1: and and the deputy is Brutus the Barber Beefcake.
0: Why are all the remakes and, of this film wrestling themed? And the killer, and the
1: killer is Zeus. Okay, that's no that- that- holds barred too. See, after Hogan kills him in the ring, they bring him back to life.
0: I mean, maybe that's your 1985 WWE remake. I'm thinking more along the lines of, like, 1996 or 4 or something. WCW remakes this. You got Dusty Rhodes as the deputy. In the Chuck Norris role, you gotta have the stinger. Oh, (laughs) I would have
1: said Ernest the Cat
0: Miller. Uh, He wasn't that big at that time, I don't think. And then in the killer role, I'm going to go Kevin Sullivan, the Taskmaster. <laughs> oh,
1: that's pretty good. That's but now, you really want to make it credible, Chris Benoit? No, we don't want to make it that credible. Yeah, that would. No, if you want to make putting Chris Benoit,
0: Benoit, that that'd be like the backlash that Batman and Superman got for being too dark and violent. Well, yeah, that's.
1: You know, Chris Benoit didn't commit the murders. Does mm-hmm. Kevin Sullivan did that and framed
0: him? Well, you know how I know that's true. Have you ever seen the Taskmaster? He's evil. He fought a guy oh, he... in an overflowing toilet bathroom one time on a pay per view.
1: You ever see conspiracy theory with Billy Jack Haynes? His shoot interview where he was telling <laughs> dirty secrets.
0: No, but I've actually heard he, about it.
1: He had a he had, uh, he has a folder. He never opens up what's in this folder. (laughs) But he has the proof inside this folder that see. What was Benoit's son, the one they killed? Was it Daniel Benoit? I think so, I think his name was. That was really, he has the proof, you know. That was really Vince McMahon's son. And Vince McMahon had them all murdered because he didn't want that dirty secret out. But somehow Billy Jack Haynes has that secret.
0: Yeah, I find that a little hard to lose. If
1: you want to watch an interview with the man who's clearly on a combination of Xanax and cocaine, <laughs> that is the one for you. Now, what do
0: you what do you think of the lunatic fringe here stalking Ron Silver through his house? This is kind of a ballsy move here. You know, unlike teen horror films, we have a grown man, a doctor with a beard and a handgun now getting stalked all through his house by a killer.
1: I'm trying to think why the guy just didn't leave his house and get in his car.
0: Now, this is like Halloween here, how he gets shot a bunch of times.
1: Yeah, but he's the world's dumbest fucking doctor, doesn't he? Remember, he can't die?
0: Yeah, he was there when they was pumping all the you know experimental drugs uh-huh. into
1: him. See, it's just stupid. Even the makeup. You know, when I saw that makeup, that made me think of a good 80s movie, FX.
0: Oh, yeah, with Brian Brown.
1: That's a good part two not so good, but part one was a fantastic movie.
0: I made the mistake of seeing part two in the theaters with all my thirteen year old friends. We was, I saw we was, part
1: two in the theater too.
0: We was bored silly.
1: Even when the clown flew the helicopter, <laughs> I
0: don't know. It was boring.
1: I saw the first one on
0: HBO. Yeah, I think I did too. Why is Ron Silver checking for a pulse? Like, shouldn't you be shooting directly into the brain at this point of this fucking
1: game? I would empty my fucking gun on him and then leave.
0: Not only empty your gun on him, but I would empty it straight into his fucking face.
1: Oh, so would I. I'd be aiming for the head.
0: Yeah. Make that shit pop like a watermelon.
1: Get time to get bowdy, bowdy, and rowdy, rowdy.
0: (laughs) Now, this killer does make some good faces, though. But why did they put the killer in, like, a child's uh like velcro jumpsuit
1: (laughs) you know the budget went on them temporary tattoos for that girl's boobs
0: (laughs) apparently so
1: (laughs) you know now, and this lady's coming here with the pizza
0: yeah i'm
1: hungry for a pizza cousin
0: i know me too i haven't had dinner yet watching ron silver first slice of bologna watching the deputy order two hamburgers Watching the wife and come home dumb with the bitch pizza, just
1: leaves the baloney out there.
0: Yeah, she don't even notice that the baloney. She don't realize that Ron Silver's appetite has been, you know, eradicated. What kind of dick
1: is he? His woman is coming over to bring him a pizza, and he mm. eats first.
0: Yeah, baloney and beer. He's he's eating that beer will fill you up, man. You won't want any pepperoni pizza after that. I
1: don't. I'm I'm like CM Punk, straight edge. I don't drink that. Not that nasty alcohol.
0: You don't drink Blitzenberg beer? I do
1: drink the non
0: alcoholic
1: Blitzenberg beer. There you go. Like uh, my counterpart that I've been told, uh, the Moose. The Moose. What happened to Gary seeing the Moose?
0: <laughs> I think they ran out of bandwidth. They were making a lot of threats about overthrowing everybody.
1: Hey, this show was pretty damn good.
0: They actually what I'll tell you what though, they their whole dream of starting the Fast Foot Radio Empire to compete with Slow Hand Radio Network. That actually might still be happening because there's there's a lot of there's a lot of argumentation going on in the world of slow hand radio. I'm getting sick slow of it. Slow hand is still around? Oh, it's still around and getting downloads and hits by the dozens, cousin, but Really? I'm, I'm getting yeah, I'm getting sick of all the friction that's going on. There's a slow hand civil war and guess who started it? Uh, Probably you. No, no, I say out of that shit, the second round podcast. They're making trouble with everybody now.
1: Well, they said Fury Road was one of the best movies of the year, so that tells you they're a couple of idiots.
0: (laughs) Yeah. They tried to sway me to their side, but I wouldn't have any part in it. Yeah,
1: those movies, are. that movie was poop. Yeah. Plus, they rip off shtick.
0: They do rip off shtick. They need to get some originality like Bird. 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 I,
1: I feel bad about Bird. I was supposed to do a show with him and I had some, some problems. I actually really did feel sad about that. Right. Not that he's listening.
0: He's not listening, so... Trev might be listening. Oh, You don't, you don't have to feel too bad because cause Bird turned on me because... I told him not to see Batman and Superman cuz he said he was dreading it. So I said, "Well, oh, you know, don't, don't don't go see it." Oh, he turned on me quick. You're going to call me an idiot cuz I don't want to see Batman? I was just like,
1: well, he called, you know, I had to forget to, he called me about that. He asked me, "Who the fuck is this hillbilly guy? You need to take care of this." He I, I I'm sorry, but I still picture that one dude spearing birds in you're, <laughs> you're next. But yeah, Bird made a lot of enemies.
0: Some sometimes I have a fear that that the slow hand guys are gonna drown in their own tears over Batman versus Superman. that movie came out three weeks ago and they ain't stopped crying since.
1: You know if you really want to get them, because I'm not on the book of the face there, but hmm. you could post a picture of how Melissa McCarthy, the boss, knocked off Batman versus Superman.
0: Oh no, that would make <laughs> them happy. I don't want to give them the pleasure. Oh no, yeah. Oh, that's right. They know Melissa
1: McCarthy. What do you think now that she's lost all that weight?
0: She, I don't know. I mean, she... She. I don't know. I don't know. I'm more of a Rebel Wilson man myself.
1: I would fuck the shit out of Rebel Wilson. Mm. You know who I want to have sex with?
0: Who? I'm sure the listeners Lana. are dying. Who? Lana. From WWF? From WW, yeah. She's pretty skinny, though. I don't
1: care. She's fucking hot and she's rolling around with that greased up hairy <laughs> bastard. God,
0: that's the worst.
1: Uh, I also think that Charlotte's kind of hot. Yeah, she put some weight on lately. She looks a lot prettier. Natalia looks really good, too. Oh, yeah. But I'd be afraid to get romantically involved in her with that crackheaded daddy of hers.
0: <laughs> yeah, Sally, you don't have to worry about her husband coming after you, though.
1: No, I wouldn't.
0: Yeah, let's talk
1: about Sonny. <laughs> no. Sonny is not. Let's talk He's about on Silent on Reggie. What's Sonny she doing the- now? She got that money from that porno, so her Skype is on hiatus. <laughs> <laughs> she ain't drank through that porn money yet.
0: <laughs> oh, poor Sonny. Now, what did you think of this kill? Where the killer kills Ron Silver's wife? Like he grabs her, and then they sped the camera up. Did you see that?
1: Yeah, I don't care. You know what I thought of, cousin?
0: <laughs> What'd you think? This No, okay. Okay, what was it? The 51-minute mark that this killing scene started?
1: Yeah, what are we at now? Like the 87?
0: Yeah, 10 minutes later, he's still killing at that house.
1: And he only had to whack out
0: two people. Two people. That, I mean, that killer is taking his time. He's almost like a slow killer.
1: Okay, remember, this was one of the... And I saw this on a YouTube clip. Now, I'm not telling him, but go look at the, don't look at the YouTube, there, chaps, but, because uh, I hate YouTube, but they have a lot of old wrestling clips. Now, do you remember when Hulk Hogan was in WCW, like in the, in the beginning before NWO?
0: Right, when he was just, like, fucking retirement tour Hulkster.
1: <laughs> and Brutus the Barber Beefcake was the booty man.
0: I don't remember that, I remember when he was the Zodiac.
1: Okay, wait, before that he was the booty man. His gimmick was he shook his ass, mm. which he should really sue Mr. Ass, because that guy made money off the gimmick. But
0: mm.
1: Kimberly, Diamond Dow, you know, she had left. She was just the Diamond doll, and she had left DDP, but she was stalking the booty man oh and calling herself the booty babe. And there was an interview where Hogan and the Booty Man are talking, and all once she like pops up from below, Hulk Hogan. Ooh. And point and points at the booty man and goes, Hulk, can I can he be my boyfriend? And Hulk Hogan like rubs his hands together and has this like big goo goo eye and licks his lips and goes, I like that. What? That's just yeah, look it up. That's just nasty to me. And then he and then he won the Gawker case. That'd have been bringing some of that footage into play.
0: <laughs> I'm sure it was at some point. Now here it is Chuck Norris's <laughs> girlfriend who's Ron Silver's uh sister, I guess live with him and he comes home and finds the the family. What do you think of Ron Silver dead with his mouth open like a carp up against this you wall? Know,
1: they've put so much fucking makeup on this guy that decomposed in that twenty minutes. <laughs> Looks like fucking Luke Harper hanging up there. <laughs> <laughs> I mean seriously, like, I know you turn different colors when you're dead, but not eight minutes later. Mm. And then she asked, what the hell did he hang him on?
0: I think just like the hook that you would put your jacket on. Okay, you know what? I, I got. I'm looking at a hook
1: on a door right now that I got a robe on. Mm-hmm. I don't think that could support that kind of weight. No. <laughs> Look, and this motherfucker's still creeping around.
0: <laughs> what do you think of his walk and his moves as a killer? Though is he scary enough?
1: Fuck no, he looks like an extra from Breaking Two Electric Boogaloo. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know who else was that extra from Breaking?
1: Jean Claude Van Damme.
0: That's right. Yeah, that's how coming we got old
1: fans. We got a cyborg commentary coming soon too.
0: Yeah. Now we all know Jean Claude Van Damme got the role in Bloodsport by kicking over the head of Golden Globus. Who did he have to blow to be the extra on Breaking? To?
1: <laughs> you know, I don't know. Once again, Chuck Norris and Eagle Eyes. First, the guy creeps past him, blending in with wood. Yeah. Now he just sneaks past him on a porch.
0: Yeah, he just went by on the porch.
1: Chuck Norris, now he's got on, he's changed, he means business. He got the plaid on now.
0: But he, but he came out of uh, Ron Silver's house. Did he steal Ron Silver's shirt? <laughs> I
1: think so. He changed clothes. Maybe he changed clothes and was like, all right, baby. After I take care of this guy, I'll take off my shirt and we'll use it as our picnic blanket.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's what it looks like.
1: What the hell's up with Flounder's hat? I mean, like it looks like one of them kitty hats you get with all the little
0: air holes in it. Yeah, he got it at like the children's rodeo or some shit.
1: I mean, Chuck like Norris making if Jim Ross was here, he'd be rolling over in his grave seeing that man with that Stetson.
0: Jim Ross would be lathering himself up in that fucking cheap barbecue sauce that he bottles in his basement. Shit, <laughs> about? That's
1: good old J.R.'s barbecue sauce. Couldn't
0: fucking pay me to dip a chicken nugget in
1: that. <laughs> but the fucking bottle is a Stetson hat.
0: Oh, that makes it ten times worse.
1: Everybody was the announcer. He'd have the hat sitting next to him yeah. and the barbecue sauce.
0: <laughs> See, Vince McMahon is a man with class. He made fun of Jr's bowels getting cut out and put onto a table by surgeons.
1: Mocked his Bell's palsy.
0: Yeah, because that, cause that's what you do to somebody who helped you in your business for over 20 years, right?
1: Well, you know, it serves him right. <laughs>
0: yeah. You make millions of dollars, Vince McMahon. You, for Vince McMahon, you deserve to be ridiculed the rest of your life.
1: You know, but JR got kind of bad there toward the end. I mean, every week he told about this guy played football for Tijuana University, and I mean, every fucking them Luchadors was playing
0: football. <laughs> yeah, that's all he cared about was football. I mean, it was just ridiculous. All right, so here we go. The crazy guy because he got all shot up by Ron Silver. He goes back to the institute. Where the doctors know that this crazy fuck just killed their their colleague. What do they do? They start doing surgery to fix him up.
1: (laughs) And this is some backwater abortion-looking building. I mean, how's this really a clinic? You can tell by the lighting and everything. It's just like the basement of where they're filming something in.
0: Well, even when they go into like the waiting rooms and hallways, I've never been in a hospital where one hallway was painted bright orange, the other one bright green.
1: <laughs> well, that's how they roll down in Texas.
0: Well, yeah. I think this is actually filmed at a children's community play center.
1: And who you know, and this guy, you know, he's nice enough to oh, rubber gloves to be sterile for surgery, but then he just goes and talks on the phone with them.
0: Yeah. Man, doesn't doesn't the doctor, the taller, skinnier doctor, look like a hillbilly Michael Caine?
1: <laughs> a little bit. Yeah. That guy kind of looks like Gomez Adams. He does. No relation. Why does Chuck always take his hat off? Because he's a gentleman.
0: He's trying to be respectful to this doctor to let him know his friend died. Little does he know that you know this doctor is helping the killer get away with it all. Which again, why are these doctors going I've never understood why these doctors were going along with this. Were they
1: planning on selling this guy to some kind of program or something?
0: They were gonna sell him to fucking Saddam Hussein.
1: I was gonna say Nick Fury, but
0: <laughs> Nick Fury.
1: I don't know, cousin. This this is just
0: well, this movie wastes so much time with scenes like this, where it's like, okay, we know the doctor's evil. We know that he actually knows that the killer killed Ron Silver. Why do we have to watch a ten-minute scene of the guy pretending to be sorry about the death? You know what I mean?
1: Well, we had to watch a ten-minute scene of a guy fucking some girl in a hammock <laughs> yes, with sure. no nudity, might I add, fans.
0: No, nah, she showed her boobs on that one part when they're in the bed. That might have been
1: stunt boobs.
0: Wasn't as much boob as Amy Adams showed though in Batman vs. Superman in the bathtub. Eh it was comparable. Yeah. Now Flounder has to sit and watch his woman sleep, tossing and turning on a cot.
1: Yeah, because if I'm Chuck Norris, I'm gonna leave a guy who's getting harassed by a broad at a bar to bodyguard my woman. That actually Let's does think of the logic of that
0: there. That actually does kind of make sense though in a Chuck Norris kind of way.
1: What was he hoping if the killer came flounder or drop a bunch of marbles on the floor and the guy fall down?
0: <laughs> Maybe that would stop him for about half a second before he start butchering with the ax. I
1: mean, because animal house was a fantastic movie. It was silent. Rage is not.
0: Isn't it weird that after animal house flounder started getting all these roles and it kept it, Took Kevin Bacon, like, another 12 years to get another movie part.
1: <laughs> and everybody else in there went on to nothing.
0: Yeah. Well, the one guy, the one guy, the one cool guy, Tim Matheson, he actually bought National Lampoon for a while and ran it in the ground.
1: And then who was the other guy uh, that was otter? I've seen him. I still see him pop up in shit to this day. Nothing yeah. really big, but I've seen him in, like, small parts. Yeah.
0: And the the guy who played, like, the asshole whatever army student he was in a bunch of twisted sister videos screaming right
1: yeah he was also the master in uh buffy the vampire slayer niedermeyer was his oh, name
0: yeah. in, the, in
1: the animal house yeah until then he forgot clancy, he was the brown, master. clancy brown stole all his work
0: <laughs> clancy brown swooped in of that highlander fame fucked it all up See,
1: that's what makes me mad with the Highlander. Oh, that's what Clancy Brown is, the Kurgan. Yeah, for like six minutes in the very beginning.
0: No, he's in it pretty much throughout, because they do a lot of flashbacks.
1: But Clancy Brown, I mean, he was in the new season of Daredevil. Was he? I haven't seen him on there yet. He's the Punisher's like he was his former sergeant.
0: Trying yeah, I haven't. I've I've only watched like the first four episodes. Of oh, it's not until
1: they catch him and he goes to court and everything.
0: <laughs> yeah, the end of the episode I watched, Daredevil just gave him to the cops.
1: Yeah, so he should
0: be on not the next one, but the following. Which I'm still not convinced of Shane from The Walking Dead as the Punisher. You that guy's too ugly and like monkey looking.
1: Yeah, I think he's the best Punisher they've had yet, to be honest with you.
0: Really? Better than Dolph Lundgren?
1: Yeah. I think he's—I I, got to look past the bowl haircut. But <laughs> the bowl haircut killed us. If you really watch, like, the way he does everything, I mean, he's probably the best The best way he's been portrayed. He's probably my favorite one, to be honest with you.
0: I liked it when he was shooting up the hospital, like, one of the first time, very first times they showed him.
1: Oh, wait till you see him kill an entire prison block.
0: Mm-hmm. Now, here it is. Is uh, this movie still going on? Oh, we still got another hour and a half, at least.
1: Fuck. I, I stopped paying attention.
0: The the one nerdy doctor looks like a tall hillbilly inbred Michael Caine, he's going to give the crazy fuck one more shot. And, I mean, you can tell by the way this scene's creeping up, this is going to be the scene where the crazy guy wakes up and turns on the doctors, right?
1: Do you think Goldust could have portrayed this character good?
0: No, I'll be honest, like, Goldust was a great gimmick because WWF fans were very homophobic at the time, but he really wasn't that convincing of an actor.
1: He was going to be a child molester in WCW, remember? Mm -hmm.
0: And then he ripped all his makeup off.
1: remember he was going to be called Seven or something. They wanted him to actually whisper to kids in the crowd and everything.
0: Yeah, but he ripped all the makeup off and said he wasn't going to do it. Well, thank God. (laughs) <laughs> but that was a gimmick
1: to begin I mean, with that was that was a Vince Russo that was a real genius one there
0: no but that was the point was it was making fun of how WWF would have a character like Gold Dust. he was never really going to be that character like long term
1: I don't know it was just weird didn't he just go over there and do like two interviews and collect like three years worth of paychecks
0: pretty much and then he just started wrestling as Dustin Williams <laughs>
1: And then he just went back as gold dust.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Although, when he went back as gold dust the other time, he got skinny there for a while. Remember that?
1: Yeah, he's with R-Truth now. They do all these, like, funny vignettes. But, yeah, he's he slimmed down quite a bit to when he first came out and he was real fat. Yeah. He had a hot-ass wife back then, though.
0: Yeah, the problem was everybody else had her, too. Well, I had her only twice. <laughs> really? <laughs> When <laughs> when WWF went through your town, those were the they only things? Yeah.
1: I had to turn down Sonny. I went straight for Marlene.
0: Wow. I wouldn't I wouldn't turn down Sonny for anything.
1: How did Miss Jackie get in the Hall of Fame? Why does everybody think she's hot? She looks like a fucking horse.
0: <laughs> Miss Jackie was a great wrestler though. I think that's probably why she's in the Hall of Fame. She was ass ugly though. Yeah. No, okay, here we here we come with the gory moment of the movie where the killer guy puts a needle into a guy's neck, and you don't see anything, <laughs> really.
1: No, and 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 you just see him run away. Yeah. Finally, the the guy don't run to kill people in a house, but he gonna run away now. Yeah. I I was told that there wasn't enough talk about the fabulous freebirds on the Highlander episode. That was a comment on the
0: Facebook. <laughs> I don't really know how much we could have talked about them because then they're in the movie for a whopping twelve seconds. <laughs>
1: But that's Michael P.S. Hayes, baby.
0: Oh, fuck that guy.
1: Yeah, I was never a freebird fan. No, I just apologized. I wasn't there.
0: <laughs> well, I said, that, that I, I that said,
1: was... had I been there, I might have referenced it a few times.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, that was your fault because you know we did, we weren't going to tell the truth and everything, but you actually camped out for six weeks in front of your local theater. Anticipating the sold-out crowds of Batman versus Superman,
1: and it was a great movie, Slowhand people.
0: Yeah, it was.
1: Where's Trev at with that? Oh, what do I care?
0: He hates it. They all hate it. All four yeah. hate it. Let me
1: ask you a question, yeah. especially in the case of the second run. Yeah. So they got a podcast where they talk about like ten movies. Right. They they obviously don't like movies because they hate everything
0: they watch. Mm -hmm.
1: So wouldn't you just quit watching movies and quit doing your podcast no one listens to?
0: Yeah, like, all they really want to talk about is fantasy football. Just do a fantasy football podcast. There you go.
1: People would listen to that. Yeah. I mean, when the source said Halloween 3 stunk... Everybody, his credibility went down the toilet right there with the fans.
0: On the new episode, Source does 20 minutes of shtick on how he's dog-sitting for his sister, and then he let the dogs in his truck, and they got hair everywhere. That was a fascinating half hour of conversation.
1: See, I can't can't listen to that show. It's too goddamn long. It feels like watching Silent Rage back-to-back.
0: Well, I just would appreciate it if the second run guys, you know, because they're very critical of everything everybody says about any movie. But it's like people, you know, who live in glass houses and all that, because you you can't start your movie podcast out with talking about Stonehenge and then (laughs) source what kind of macaroni and cheese am I eating? That was a six and a half minute (laughs)
1: segment. Yeah. So I think we're giving them too much pub publicity right now. We are.
0: We're giving them.
1: To their credit, though, they would always plug us.
0: They did. But it's not our fault that they hate movies, and we, and we love them. We love movies. I
1: mean, they, uh, and that's great they can try to ride off my coattails, mm-hmm. but they can't make an entire show of it. No. Why not just call it the Corey G. Appreciation Show?
0: <laughs> okay, here we have the one really evil Dr. He's ready to relax now. Work is over. He's going to drink in his office at the hospital. Does this motherfucker ever go home?
1: Well, that's also his house, the budget. They just forgot to move that prop out of there. Yeah. How much longer has this movie got left?
0: Let me see. I'll hit the counter button.
1: Why ain't Boyle in here instead of Chuck Norris? We could have made this killer naked, and Boyle
0: could have went after. Him. Don't worry, cousin. We only got forty-seven more minutes of this movie. Oh man! Now, did they have a bunch of these? Uh, look at that jumpsuit the killer's wearing. It Looks like it's made out of paper, don't it? Kind of. Like it's like a, like a, you know those like paper suits that disposable ones that painters put on, so they don't, yeah. they don't get shit all over their clothes. But well, that's the budget. Yeah, this is a very no-budget film. I can't believe this evil doctor. After watching this crazy motherfucker kill everybody, that's all this fucker does is wake up and kill. He want to sit there and like rub the head and neck of this crazy motherfucker.
1: Now, Canada didn't have anything to do with this, did they?
0: No, it would it would actually be a much better movie.
1: Been a shorter movie for sure.
0: Yeah, I mean, just a few months before this. Uh, This came out 82, which I, that's hard to believe because it seems like a movie from 75. It's so old and shitty. Mm-hmm. But just maybe six months before this, uh, Cannon put out New Year's Evil, which if you watch that movie, you know, you want a slasher movie, much more like, you know, it, they probably didn't have any more money, but it seems more high budget, more production value. Chuck Norris, he just runs up and down a fucking hospital hallway. That's like, you know that one movie,
1: I don't like it, everybody, all the nerds do, that uh, split second with Rutger Hauer. Right. That's just two people running up and down a fucking hallway, too.
0: <laughs> yeah, because that's all they had the budget for. That's not a good movie. I mean, I haven't seen it since it was in a the theater, because the DVD always wants to be out of print and fucking a 100 bucks. But, I mean, I don't know. Like, I just... Have you noticed like the movies that everybody loves now seem to be the movies that are hardest to get on DVD? No, the movies
1: everybody loves now seem to be the one on the YouTube. <laughs> there's
0: a, there's a podcast out there. I won't say the name of it, but literally all they do is they just tell you to go to YouTube. Now, if isn't there a danger in that cousin, if you're telling your audience to go to YouTube, outside, aren't they going to be too busy to watch your show? Well,
1: and if you think about it, if too many people start watching them, somebody's going to flag it because it's probably not supposed to be up there. Then your favorite movie's just been pulled off to YouTube.
0: Yeah, so it's like a catch-22.
1: Yeah, you don't want to keep promoting it. you back and playing fucking ukulele in a bathroom somewhere.
0: Now, but Now, wh- okay, which movie do you think ripped off who? Okay, this killer's walking up down the hallways of an abandoned hospital... Do you think this ripped off Halloween 2, or did Halloween 2 rip off Silent Rage? I think Halloween 2 probably ripped this off. You think so? Didn't it come out after? I don't know. I might have to do some Googling, because I couldn't remember.
1: you get the I-team involved.
0: Yeah, I couldn't remember. I thought Halloween 2 came out 81.
1: Is Flounder dead now? I wasn't looking.
0: Oh, yeah, Halloween 2, 81. This came out 82, so this ripped off oh, Halloween 2. Uh,
1: Flounder submitted to the
0: bear hug. He did. He got squeezed a little too hard. A hillbilly jail. Mm-hmm. This movie came out April 2nd, 1982, so it barely missed the April Fool's. <laughs> Boy,
1: that would have been a good April Fool's joke, putting this fucking turd out. <laughs> I, know, I bet you the second run people would like this.
0: Yeah, they would probably give it the uh, Beaver stamp of approval or something like that.
1: They give everything with The Rock a good rating, though, don't they? Oh,
0: they love The Rock. They don't I really. Do. Yeah, they don't see his movies, but they love The Rock.
1: Or they hate his movies, but love The Rock. Yeah, that's right. I bet they like WrestleMania.
0: Oh, I'm sure they loved it. Well, I should say one half of them. I don't think the other half watches wrestling, but I could be wrong. He, he
1: watches a uh, bowling on ESPN eight.
0: Mm-hmm. I see where someone's on Redbubble dot com is making bootleg Silent Rage t shirts. Why? Uh, I, I don't. I
1: don't get it. I, I don't get this whole movie. This movie's garbage. <laughs> this
0: is this I mean, like, on paper, it should be good, right? Like, it's like a killer and like a slasher, but it's it's really I mean, not. That's
1: what it's banked at. You know, Chuck Norris versus... I got a wonderful... These people that are like, yeah, yeah, these movies do shit, shit. Chuck Norris versus Michael Myers. Have they ever watched it?
0: Yeah, because this guy is not half as charismatic as Michael Myers was at all. But I don't he doesn't
1: think. kill that many people. Chuck Norris only fights him once and it's at the end.
0: Yeah, it's not like, you know. Because, I mean, at this point, Chuck Norris hasn't oh. even seen him, right? Since the very beginning where he... Well,
1: hell no. I mean, first the guy snuck past him by wood, then he snuck past him on a porch. Chuck can't find his master of elusive ninja disguise.
0: I mean, in a way, Chuck's kind of been off in a whole nother movie. while well, this has been going on, hasn't
1: he? He's been in a romantic comedy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, where he's romancing a doctor's sister.
1: And, and, and uh, uh, Rousted Bikers. Yeah. Best biker movie ever, cousin. What do you, what do you think?
0: Um, I'm going to say Hell Ride.
1: I'm going to go Stone Cold.
0: Yeah.
1: Honorable mention to Cool as Ice.
0: Yeah. <laughs> but he didn't really have a bike gang, did he? Yeah, he did. There was four of them and
1: they all had bikes.
0: Was there a girl that had a bike too? I kinda remember.
1: Yeah, I think s so. yeah, yeah. How's that Blu-ray look?
0: It actually looks decent, to be honest. With you. Especially I think I paid sixteen bucks for that and got four movies and three out of the four I like, so yeah.
1: I got the archive. Yeah. But it came with the, it was the limited, it got the soundtrack with it.
0: Yeah, you got the fancy I got the 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 cult box. Oh, <laughs> From Germany yeah. I had to go from Germany Because
1: yeah, that's a real me. cult movie isn't it There's yeah. Chuck Norris hugging Flounder's dead body
0: It's called Can the 80's it's, the, it's a great box Because it's the 80's cult box And only two of the movies were from the 80's <laughs> I was
1: going to say Cool as Ice was 91 or 92
0: <laughs> Yeah, And then it's got like a Danny Glover um, What do you call it Martin Short film <laughs>
1: Which one I think Was it bad luck? Was that the movie they
0: made? I think so. Like I, I haven't watched it on the Blu-ray, but um I watched it on cable. It did seem pretty funny, but but I bought that set for private lessons. And uh, not private lessons oh. private school. Private
1: school's a good movie. Yeah. What made you buy Silent Rage?
0: <laughs> Oh, no, I didn't buy it. You just said you wanted to do it, so I rented it from Netflix.
1: Oh, I got you. So I'm the sucker that wasted $12. <laughs> yes, you
0: are. <laughs> Believe me, as soon as this, we're done with this commentary, this fucking thing's going back in that sleeve, going back in the mail.
1: I might mail them my movie back, too. <laughs> yeah. And I didn't even get it from them. I actually bought it.
0: Just give it back to
1: him. I'm going to take it to my local library.
0: Pure Luck. That's what that movie's called, cousin. Yeah, I've never seen it, but I'm know i I'm
1: familiar with it.
0: Yeah, it seems pretty good. I don't know. I kind of like
1: Dan, Danny Glover and Joe Pesci in Gone Fishing.
0: Yeah, there's a lot of people who got strangely killed making that movie. Really? Yeah, some stunt people. There's a boat stunt. They got f- killed.
1: Isn't that sad? No one dies in Fast and the Furious, but Gone Fishing. I know. To you gotta look out
0: casualties, Chuck Norris is strolling like a motherfucker through this hallway, like just not even caring where the killer is. I know he ain't even power walking or anything. mm
1: now, see, I bet if you like Stallone would have done this, this would have been better,
0: oh yeah, he would have put a lot more flair in it.
1: Uh, plus, he'd had a lot of nudity and
0: violence. I mean, Co- I guess Cobra is kind of similar to this movie. Oh, I've called Cobra a slasher a few times. People just jump all over. Oh, you're wrong. Oh, bullshit. That guy is, like, stalking her in the parking garage and all that shit.
1: Mm-hmm. He's a fucking serial killer the night slasher.
0: Yeah. Cobra's
1: one of We got to do Cobra just because I could watch Cobra every week.
0: Yeah, there's been a, cult, a Cobra cult lately, though. People really out of nowhere claim they love that movie.
1: Yeah, anytime I put a picture up or throw something up, it gets looked at pretty heavy.
0: Well, that, it's a really good movie, though. That, that doesn't mean anything, though, because look what happened with V.
1: That made a kind of a comeback,
0: though. It, it redeemed itself, I'd say.
1: It did. It was just took, took longer than I thought it would.
0: Now the, now the killer guy is just, like, jumping out to scare that woman. Like, he's not even really trying to kill her anymore. It's kind of weird.
1: Fans, you know, if you have iTunes, you can subscribe. So when we put up a new episode, it usually goes up the night before we list it. Yeah. You, it's like getting an advanced, like, if you, it's like pre-ordering.
0: Right. And we actually do that before we announce it on the Book of the Face, because we want our, like, our hardcore loyal listeners to get it a day early.
1: You know another reason why everyone should love us?
0: Well, t- tell us. Tell them why.
1: Man, we did a giveaway for a shirt. Right. We did a giveaway for a, a DVD. Yes, we did. We, we we try to post stuff every hour, seven days a week. Mm-hmm. Anytime somebody asks a question, we answer it. If they make right. a comment, we acknowledge it. We We give you all this stuff for free. We're not begging you for anything or asking Mm-mm. you for anything. We don't want nothing from you but to enjoy ourselves.
0: Just listen to the show and have fun.
1: That's that's like I do. We're not begging you for anything. We're not trying to sell you anything.
0: Now Chuck Norris shot the guy and the guy fell out of a window. I mean, that's clearly from Halloween, right?
1: Yeah, if you say so. This is this almost done?
0: <laughs> Let me hit the counter. <laughs> so- <laughs> Good good news, only 28 minutes left.
1: This would have been better if he was
0: nude and Boyo was after him. <laughs>
1: that is true. Boyo could have caught him jacking
0: off. <laughs> yeah, boyo would have searched that hospital and found a foot that he had sex with or something.
1: On oh, fans, there's more Boyo coming soon. <laughs> some, some more sexual Boyo, too lot of boy. We're gonna do every boy I got I'm gonna buy every boy movie from the eighties.
0: Here's the funny thing. Before we started this podcast, I owned zero BoyO films. No well, I no, now death, I own like five death. or six.
1: I had the Death Wish that I ended up getting the other ones. I bought my uh Death Wish 2 Blu-ray Shop Factory. Get that pre order comes out in July. But I uh Death Wish 2, is that's our that's our number one show.
0: Mm-hmm You know what?
1: Every week people listen to Death Wish.
0: You know what won't be our number one show is this one because we don't talk about the movie at all in this one. This
1: movie sucks.
0: Well, this kind of is the best part—the last ten minutes here. Like they shot him out the window. He got up. He he dragged himself on the truck there. Like he finally is coming, like a unstoppable killer here. Whereas before he just was a goober, like wandering around attacking people.
1: Fans, take a listen to Death Wish 2 and 10 to Midnight if you want your boyo fix
0: <laughs> How do you know they want their boyo fix
1: Who doesn't? Because they're the most popular episodes.
0: Now, Chuck's a Bronco is flipping down the uh, thing here. Do you think this, uh, the hill, do you think this influenced Marky Mark in the big hit?
1: Well, Marky Mark was a little cooler because he slid underneath his.
0: Right. I love the big hit. I do too. We covered that once. Once. All right. Now the guy is like full body for a full body burn here. Almost like the Cropsy from the burning. And then he jumps in the water. But when he comes out, he's really not that burned up, is he?
1: I think he stopped, dropped and rolled
0: quick enough. He dropped into the water.
1: The burning episode actually quite popular.
0: Which is funny, because we shelved it for like eight months, didn't we?
1: (laughs) Yeah, we didn't think it would end up being very good.
0: No, but it did okay. I think maybe it's just a testament to how popular Cropsey is.
1: Is there anything else we've had shelved, Or is that everything?
0: Hmm... I think that's everything. I was going to say I think that was other, that other than vacation. yeah, other than reruns from old other shows, but no, nah, no more shelves. Cuz I was holding on a fraternity vacation for um spring break time. And the burning was just lost for a while.
1: <laughs> yeah, cuz I I was really sick when we recorded that and we thought it was going to sound awful, but yeah. it didn't sound that bad.
0: Yeah, I only had to edit out like maybe 3 or 4 Hard coughs, and the rest were kind of soft enough they, you know, they wouldn't blow your ears out. So,
1: and I was trying my hardest too. I was like doped up on cold medicine that kicked in midway through. Yeah.
0: All right. Finally, here now, here's the showdown between the invincible killer and Chuck Norris. What do you think of this actual fight that these fuckers have here?
1: Well, it's hard to make out considering it's dark as shit. It's piss poor lighting.
0: (laughs) It is kind of dark, ain't it? But they're kind of fighting in like a like a light being the rest of the shadows. Explain something to me though. Chuck Norris let's
1: say I'm a big karate movie fan. You know what I like to see in my karate movies?
0: Some karate.
1: Some karate, this fucker ain't doing nothing.
0: Nah, he's really not. But he does it
1: in any of his movies. He he hits the spin kick. That's,
0: that's why i don't understand why he was like known as being a real life karate champion but then he refused to do karate in his films
1: he never does like he either shoots people or he does just like this is basic like when he's fighting this guy it's almost like he's testing for a belt right and as much as he gets beat up it shows that his style of karate sucks and you shouldn't probably learn it
0: yeah you probably shouldn't really follow this man as a sensei, whereas to this day, people actually still call Sloan Seagal sensei, so his former students.
1: I'd rather train with Joe Piscopo.
0: In karate?
1: He was the evil sensei in Chuck Norris's family movie Sidekicks.
0: <laughs> that doesn't mean he really knows karate, though. He
1: was more believable than Chuck. mm
0: like Chuck's getting cocky here. Like all this, like this guy. You're the sheriff of this town. This guy killed like six people. You couldn't stop any of it. Now you're giving him cocky looks as you're fighting.
1: Wouldn't you just try to cut the guy's head off?
0: Here's a good slow motion kick. That that was like almost Van Damme level right there.
1: Yeah, except Van Damme don't stumble around like a drunk idiot and half trip.
0: Yeah. Now he drags the man to a well. I mean, is that really what a law enforcement officer should be doing at this point?
1: Honestly, you can't put him in the clink, though. he would just break out. Right.
0: But, I mean, how long is he going to really, like, being captured by a well? You know
1: what I mean? I don't, I don't know how
0: deep it is. And that was pretty good luck that the, the car crashed and they fought by a well.
1: An abandoned one, too, to boot. Yeah, with boards over it. And it's really deep, it appears. Yeah. Chuck Did, Norris got the look of the Irish fans.
0: I feel like this scene was like a mixture of different sets because there's no way they would really be fighting right next to like a deep ass well.
1: No, and look at the girl even saved Chuck Norris.
0: Yeah, I thought the killer she jumps on the killer the girl jumps on the killer's back. I thought he was just gonna flip her over and throw her in the well.
1: That would have been a more entertaining you know what would have been a good ending if they all fell in it. Mm.
0: But it would have been like a baby uh, Jessica situation. Remember when that happened down in Texas? Oh, yeah. That was you know like. Would have been, you know what would have been
1: real good? Mm. If this fight happened at the opening in the movie and then it just ended and it was like one of those shorts.
0: Yeah, they really make a big deal of this fucker flipping over through these boards down into this well, don't they?
1: Oh, and it's all slow motion and everything.
0: I mean, that was like their $100 million money shot right there
1: the broken wood
0: yeah some broken some phony broken wood
1: and this this movie doesn't click on any level i don't get the fascination i mean it's got a hell of a cult following but i just don't get it
0: i thought the ending was pretty good like the like this last 10 minutes ever since he shot him out the window this was what i was expecting the whole movie to kind of be like you know
1: but see, it wasn't. It was really boring. I mean, it's a movie about, I'm going to say it again, Chuck Norris versus the Unstoppable Killer. It takes the guy 50-something minutes to even become a killer.
0: Well, not only that, but like Chuck's not even that beat up at the end, and like, the movie ends, like, after he kills some psychopathic fuck, the movie ends with him hugging his girlfriend. Like, it's just, I don't know. It just so he's, he's had, like, five or six movies that just end like that. But it, he just he never comes off as a badass at any point in this movie.
1: Let me see the hand come out of the well or something.
0: It's like the face, but it's like another weird sped up still frame type shot. I guess
1: the guy can't get out of the well. Isn't that the thing? It is down there pretty deep.
0: But I mean, don't wells like lead somewhere else? Couldn't he swim out or at least like spread his legs to like climb up, you know? Maybe. I mean, if the guy is that indestructible, there he is.
1: Oh, thank God it's over.
0: That's a horrible shot, too. The freeze frame, like you can't, you don't even know what the fuck you're looking at. No, it's like all blurry. Looks like, uh, looks like Deadpool from X Men Wolverine Origins. <laughs> yeah, man. <laughs>
1: like Wolverine Origins.
0: Or- yeah.
1: I didn't hate Wolverine
0: Origins. I like the I, rest of the world. You know what? Like it doesn't because they totally ignored the continuity and kind of fucked it up. It doesn't. You can't really watch it in the franchise because it doesn't, you know, follow this continuity. But as a, if you just want to watch a superhero movie onto itself, it's actually pretty good, I think.
1: Now the second one, just Wolverine, that everybody oh. says is the real Wolverine movie. That that's fucking boring. It's so horrible.
0: boring. I saw it in the theater. I was bored, and then like I watched it on three D Blu Ray. Even in three D at home, it was fucking boring. Oh my god. I bought the
1: the region two because it had a really neat, it had a lot cooler cover. You know, like more of a samurai style cover. Yeah. It, it, that's the best part of it Is that cover I mean it's garbage I can, but, And then all these nerds Finally A real Wolverine movie No There's nothing real About that movie This movie is boring as shit
0: And everybody who tries to say That it's an adaptation Of the oh. comic book Like Yeah that samurai cover He never uses a sword He never wears a kimono Like Wolverine did In the comic book Like It's nothing like the comic book I don't think the
1: Silver samurai Isn't a big fucking mech
0: Oh Shitty robot Yeah They're making another one, too,
1: I think, Wolverine movie.
0: Yeah, they claim it's going to be rated R now because of Deadpool.
1: Oh, even Suicide Squad, I think, is getting a lot of reshoots to be an R movie.
0: Yeah, they said, first everybody said it was going to be more humor, and now the director came out actually just today and said, no, it's because the studio liked the movie so much, they gave them more budget to film more action scenes. Oh,
1: bullshit. That movie's going
0: to stink. Suicide Squad? yes well you know what after fucking the the debacle the of uh getting fucking screamed at nonstop for a week and a half about liking batman and superman i'm not i'm, I'm not going to comment on these things anymore because if these fuckers like it i don't want to like it <laughs> and then if i like it and they don't like it i won't even say a word anymore i don't even want to talk about these movies anymore i'm so sick of these fucking cry babies
1: yeah. i p they're all busy watching the
0: the Force Awakens. Yeah. Oh, look at Ray. She's a strong female character. Oh that's Who what makes f- a movie good. Who cares?
1: Who the fuck cares about Doomsday? I got a little robot here.
0: And yeah. <laughs> he does a thumbs up sign. Yeah, them fucking nerds. So sick. You know, like honestly, like like you and me, like we like comic books, we like comic book movies. But I kinda liked it. When, like, comic books were cool. Now that, like, everybody in the world fucking likes it, like, it's it's just getting old. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, and, and the thing that makes me mad, Deadpool is a great movie. I love the movie. But don't make every... Now, seeing what my, my fear is now everything. Let's make it R-rated. Let's make it R-rated. That That's not... Every book is not like that. Thank God that movie's over.
0: Well, not only that, yeah, it's a Silent Rage is over. But, like... I don't know, like, like, if you're going to make it R, though, make it R because of the violence, not because of the fucking, you know, herpes jokes or whatever, you know what I mean? Like,
1: no. Deadpool had a nice combination of violence and blood, it had a lot of profanity, but it, it worked, you know, it worked for that character. If you made an R-rated movie with Wolverines going around like that, it's not, it's not really going to work.
0: Well, I mean, I, like, I I would argue they would, because, like, they try to, like, the Wolverine, the last one, they tried to act like that was so badass, but then when he fought, like, never a drop of blood, he never actually killed anybody. So, I mean, if they just had him killing a bunch of motherfuckers, I'd be alright with it, but if they need to start putting in some jokes about herpes, <laughs> fucking shitting <Yeah>. out gonorrhea, <laughs> like, who cares? You need to do
1: like Stallone does, and then just put in a bunch of CGI blood for your R-rated cut. <laughs>
0: exactly
1: because that's all he did for the two expendables he just added all to cgi blood
0: <laughs> well you saw what happened when he went pg-13 though that
1: was just a bad movie to begin with part three was just a bad movie
0: by the way i gotta call fuckers out on this ronda rousey roadhouse <laughs> well you didn't care when she was in the fast and furious i mean people like fast Mm-mm. and furious but nobody ever talked about her in it and then her really big starring role with *Expendables 3* bombed. So how popular is she really?
1: Well, in the cell point in *Expendables 3*, we got Ronda Rousey in Urkel glasses. <laughs> yeah,
0: <laughs> in a dress.
1: It's gonna be great. That movie was awful. Yeah, but like you said that that movie was that movie bombed. It should have bombed. It was awful.
0: Well, it was selling out for new new gen- – Stallone really thought he was – Stallone finally did cross over to his PG-13 audience with Creed, though. I will say that.
1: You know the movie that Stallone made, uh, uh, comeback movies? He made two that I really liked that bombed, and that was Escape Plan with him and Arnold. I thought it was amazing. That was film.
0: awesome, yeah.
1: And uh, Bullet in the Head was another really that good one. That was
0: great, one. too. Walter Hill, yeah.
1: You know, I really like The Last Stand with Arnold Schwarzenegger. I had a I lot of too. fun watching that. A
0: lot, a lot of people hated it, though.
1: Yeah, that Terminator Genisys. <laughs> Ooh, that's a good one. <laughs> that's is still better than Silent Rage? <laughs> Not by much.
0: By the way, one of the people taking me to task for liking Batman Superman kind of enjoyed Genesis. So, take that, the that, that, take. Yeah. You can't trust these critics opinions fuck. out here. I'm a,
1: Let's call it out. Who was the fan of Genesis? <laughs>
0: I'll give you three guesses and they're all going to end with somebody who's from second row.
1: Would that be jelly that like
0: Genesis? <laughs> he, he, he took me for task because I said Genesis had no violence and he said it was a very violent and rough film.
1: What the fuck? <laughs> I don't
0: know. Maybe he saw a different cut than I did because the cut I saw was Charming, soft. I was
1: gonna say that. Like I've seen TV shows harder than that shit.
0: Yeah. But I don't know. Let's let's end the show because we're not even talking about eighties anymore. We need to talk about Grant Kramer and hard bodies.
1: <laughs> Jelly, you an
0: idiot. <laughs> All right, retro movie lovers, don't don't accept any imitations. Don't accept. You know, soup games that Corey invented four years ago as fresh material. The slow hand civil war has begun. And we're standing on our own side. We ain't joining second run. We ain't joining if it bleeds, we can kill it. Because you know why? They all hate Batman versus Superman.
1: I don't you know, I ain't joining in any of them other podcasts. They all
0: stink. <laughs> that is true. You really shouldn't partner up with people who get lower ratings than you, right?
1: You know what my favorite is though is when these people are on a podcast. I really hate those
0: motherfuckers. That's <laughs> the
1: worst show ever. Then their show ends and they're like, "The greatest show ever."
0: They're the best.
1: Like when these pe- I gotta picture of these people when their podcast ends. It's like the guy whose family business just closed, and I can see him like hammering wood on their computer and shit, like a <laughs> tumbleweed going by. <laughs>
0: All right, retro movie lovers, join us next time where we'll be digging up another cinematic crypt.